Adams, Adamly, Adamowski, Bueller, Burns, Burns, Burns. <laughs> Gone with that mic in your hand. It's time for school. Rock school. With your hosts, Dr. Joe Burns. It's it's Nicolas Cage. Right. And there has never been a more Nicolas Cage movie starring Nicolas Cage than uh, you know this one here. It's absolutely beautiful. Class is in. This is the Rock School Radio Show on the Rock School Radio Network. I'm Joe Burns. You are? I'm Tammy Burns. Tammy, neat piece of trivia for you and also the people out there in Radio Lad. The the song by Buddy Holly, That'll be the day when I die. Mm -hmm. Where did that line come from? Where did Holly hear it, see it? Read it. That he wanted to then write a song about. It. Oh, Do you I'm know? gonna guess it was a a book. No, close, close. It was a movie. You just you got that it was from another art though. John Wayne said it in The Searchers, and I, I'm not going to do my John Wayne imitation because it's terrible, and it simply has the word pilgrim at the end of whatever <laughs> sentence I actually say. Now, look, I'm a movie freak. I don't know a lot mm-hmm. about them. That's I true. Just, I just really enjoy watching movies. Take you know me what? A, Take I me like away for I two like hours. I like a movie also. Yes. You know what the best movie is? I know what you're going to say One when I without I'm, you. Right, when I'm not around. Folks, I have this weird thing when I'm watching movies. There's a, a website and I have the app on my phone, the IMDb, the Internet Movie Database. I have that. I wouldn't do this in a theater because that's just unfair, but when I'm at home watching a movie, I have the IMDb open to the movie. And I'm reading about the plot, the mistakes, the trivia, the actors, the actresses, and all of that. And I love to just simply pause the movie and tell my fellow watchers the things that I found. Watchers? With the, those who are watching the movie. The family? And furthermore, mm-hmm. I like to stop the movie about a third of the way through and then announce to the room what I think is going to happen. And, oh, everybody loves that. Oh, yes. (laughs) They just love that. But when I heard that piece of trivia about John Wayne Pilgrim and The Searchers, I thought, got to be other movies that do. Well, yeah, there's a band called A Day to Remember, and they have a song called I'm Made of Wax, Larry. What are you made of? comes from Night at the Museum. Teddy Roosevelt said it. That's Robin Williams, if I'm, I'm not mistaken. Avenged Sevenfold has a song called Bat Country. That's from Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas, Hunter S. Thompson's. Uh, Raul Duke's famous quote, We can't stop here, man. This is Bat Country. Bat Country. Yeah. The Gorillas, Clint Eastwood, is inspired the whole way through by the movie The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly. So much so that they called it Clint Eastwood. So I got a whole bunch of these, I mean, four or five pages, and like most of these kind of lists, uh, I'm just not going to get to them all. So if you don't hear yours, use some of mine and go impress your friends and do that. Watch a movie about a third of the way Mm -hmm. through and then pause it and then announce to the room, this is what I think is going to happen. And you know what really makes everybody mad? What? I'm usually right. (laughs) 
Buddy Holly on Rock School. Well, that'll be the day when you say goodbye. Yes, that'll be the day when you make me cry. You say you're gonna leave. You know it'll be the day. That'll be the day. That'll be the day. You know another reason why this idea of music and movies goes together so much? Why? In my humongous and unbelievably successful songwriting career. Oh, I thought you were going to say your head. No, no, no. I uh, I wrote two songs. One's called Ticket Plea, Tickets Please, mm-hmm. and it's nothing but the whole, every lyric, everything you say is the title of a film. Right. I thought about doing it 50s, 60s, 70s. I didn't. It just all fit, but it's all the title of a film. I got another one uh, called Top of the Stairs. Yeah, that's a beautiful song. And the thing about it, maybe I'll play it last in the whole show, but the the thing about it is every time you would watch one of those bad 1980s rom-coms, mm-hmm. like The Breakfast Club uh-huh. and all that, there would always be the ugly girl who had her hair in a ponytail right. and glasses, and yep. that's hideous. Yep. And then the boy would go and pick her up for the prom, and you always saw her at the top of the stairs the big reveal, coming down. Huh? So that's that was the reason for them both. Maybe I'll play one of them a, a little bit later on. Let's talk about a few more where the lyrics or the something or other came from a movie. R.E.M. has a song called Imitation of Life, and that's from the movie from 1948. The Imitation of Life, starring Lana Turner, and even the struggle for fame that's inside of the movie. It's a great movie, by the way. That's Cinnamon, that's Hollywood. Come on, come on. No one can see you try. Nine Inch Nails has a song called Only. The whole thing's based on Fight Club. Oh. And contains the line, you were never really real to begin with. I just made you up myself. My goodness. Doesn't that fit? And Aerosmith, walk this way. It's from Young Frankenstein. Mm-mm. No, the, yes, it, it is. is not. It is. The story goes that the lyrics were written on uh, a notebook page, and that notebook page is left in a cab. Mm-hmm. But they still had to record. So the lyrics were sort of written out on the walls of the studio. The band had just seen Young Frankenstein and Frankenstein. And there's a scene where Marty Feldman, who stars as Igor, yes. says, walk this way. And he's <laughs> bent over, so he's walking with a cane. And when he says, walk this way, obviously the Gene Wilder character, Frankenstein, mm-hmm. just decides to follow him. And Feldman reaches up and hands him the cane. Uh-huh. So he has to bend down and do it. Boy, Mel Brooks was really uh, funny, and then it ended. Hmm. Fallout Boy, this is one we're going to play. From now on, we are enemies. It comes from the film Amadeus, which is excellent. Not true in any way, but still excellent. Still good. There's a line in there where, it, at this point in time, Salieri has said, that's enough. Mm-hmm. I, I'm mad at the world, and especially God you didn't make me Mozart. And he says, from now, we are enemies, you and I, because you choose for your instrument a boastful, lustful, smutty, infantile boy and give me for reward only to recognize your incarnation. Oh, it's a good movie. Ow! It's Fallout Boy here in Rock School.
Okay, coming out of Fallout Boy, mm-hmm. let me give you one real quick. I know you want to ask me a question about copyright. Yeah, I do. Uh, Bertie Higgins, Key Largo, you could probably guess it's from the movie Key Largo from 1948. And what he did was basically try to reimagine the entire thing or what piece of music would go to it, which is, you know, Ver ver nest. Now, what were you going to ask me about copyright? Well, this, this sounds like uh, it's illegal what they're doing. They're taking <laughs> the line right out of the movie well, and using it as a song. Well, look, deliberately. Here's, here's the thing about copyright, and I'll, I'll I'll give you one as soon as we're done here. Copyright will not cover a name a title. So if I wanted to, I could write a song called Stairway to Heaven. Right. It would be stupid, but I could write a song called Stairway to Heaven. Same thing with books and all that. You can't copyright a title. Okay. The concern comes if you start taking things out of a movie, what you have are are two things kind of playing. Is the phrase or what you've taken so commonplace mm-hmm. that it, it can't be copyrighted, like the phrase, that'll be the day. Yeah. I mean, everybody says that. Okay. So let's, let's say there's, a, there's a, uh, a line in a movie where some guy goes, hey, Bob. So you write a song called, hey, Bob. Mm-hmm. That's so small, it's the old joke, I'd like to copyright the letter R. It's so small yeah, you can't do it. Yeah, but they're telling you they're cop. They're telling you that they took it out of that song. Exactly, but there comes a I point mean, in time. I mean, out of that movie. Right. There comes a point in time where you haven't taken enough that it's really, you know, what have you. And then again, remember at all points in time, copyright is totally enforced by the person who holds the copyright. I lecture on just this when I go to the comic cons and such and talk mm-hmm. about copyright law. How is it possible all these people are drawing pictures of Spider-Man? How drawing, is it? How is it? Well, what it is is we, we got a quarter million people coming through Pensacon. It's the big con in, in Pensacola, Florida. Could the Marvel Universe, could Disney, could all of that come down here and just start handing out cease and desist letters? Oh, Disney would, I'm yes, sure. No, they won't. Why? Because here's the thing. Uh-huh. It's a question of... Are you willing to give up a little bit mm-hmm. for what you're going to get in return? Can you let's say Disney showed up? It, 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 you have a quarter million people all dressed up like a duck, yeah, who are now upset at Disney, uh-huh. who runs to their to their um, uh, social media mm-hmm. and explodes into millions of people. Whereas. If you just shut up, here comes the new movie. These are the people that are going to come in a pack. Okay. So that old that old statement, that old chestnut also, that if you don't enforce copyright, you lose it. Wrong, 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 wrong. It just makes it harder in court to enforce it if you don't consistently enforce it. I was going to read a couple more. Oh, here's one specifically. The White Stripes, The Union Forever. Okay? It... It, not only is it based on Citizen Kane from 1941, but every lyric is directly from Citizen Kane. Why weren't they sued? I don't know. Do you, they even say Rose, Rosebud? I don't know that they say <laughs> Rosebud, but all the lyrics are taken directly from. Why aren't they sued? I don't know. You'd have to ask the people you know, who are doing it. Could they sue them? Yeah, well, yeah, of course. You know what I mean? But, yeah... I remember I put up some songs one time and I wrote copyright, what have you. And a guy who remixes songs contacted me and said, could, you know, could I use one of your songs? And right. I said, yeah, I was so shocked. Anybody even listened to it? Of course. Yeah. All right. The one we're going to play, P 
Pinhead by the Ramones. When the band was in Cleveland, Ohio, their gig got canceled and they went to see the movie Freaks. Mm -hmm. And in Freaks is this guy who's a, quote, pinhead. Right. Mickey Lee says the line, gaba gaba hey. Mm -hmm. And then the midget groom, quote, this is, I'm not saying this, this is from the movie. The midget groom does a dance on the banquet table and sings, gobble, gobble, we accept you, one of us, one of us. Right. There you go. That's where a lot of their stuff came from. Ramones on Rock School. Gobble, gobble, we accept you, we accept you, one of us. Gobble, gobble, we accept you, we accept you, one of us. Coming into the first break, I'm talking a little too much not about the topic of this here show. Uh, Deep Blue Something. Do you remember the song? And I said, what about breakfast at Tiffany's? Right? Yes. Oh, yeah. It was supposed to be about the movie Roman Holiday. The problem is, and I said, what about Roman Holiday? (laughs) So I'm sure I'm doing that backwards, but Breakfast at Tiffany's just made more sense. And apparently the person who wrote it, what the heck is his name here? Todd Pipes. Apparently he's a big Audrey Hepburn fan, so that's where that came from. David Bowie, I think most people know this. Uh, It's sort of based on Kubrick's masterpiece, A Space Odyssey from 68. He also wanted it to build like also spake Zarathustra. Mm-hmm. He wanted it to do that. Right. Uh, Juno by Green Day. She drops the line um, that quote, "You could have sent it to them. Why would you drive an out an hour out to East Jesus nowhere?" Billy Armstrong thought the line so much funny. He wrote a song called "East Jesus Nowhere." <laughs> See if I can give you one more. Oasis Wonderwall. Mm-hmm. Wonderwall is a movie in and of itself. Why haven't I heard of it? Well, it's from 1968. It was an art film, which means it only got showed in little tiny theaters and was only seen by people with Van Dyke beards and playing bongos. But the soundtrack was by George Harrison. Jack McGowran was in it. He was in The Exorcist. And apparently one of the people in Oasis loved it, and so Wonderwall became a song. Wow. There you have it. Who's listening to us? KCMJ, Colorado Springs, Colorado. Spectacular. Back in a minute here on Rock School. All right, coming out of the break... Let's spend a little bit of time with Jimmy Buffett. A little bit. Here is a rundown of the references in the song Pencil Thin Mustache. Uh Uh-oh. He says, a Boston Blackie kind. Boston Blackie was a fictional crook turned private eye in a series in the 1940s starring Chester Morris. A two-tone Ricky Ricardo jacket. Ricky Ricardo 
Desi Arnaz, Cuban band leader with his wife, and he always wore a two-tone jacket. And Andy Devine. Andy Devine, a character who played a sidekick to Roy Rogers on film and Wild Bill Hickok on TV. Buffett wishes he had his autograph. Uh, Sky Niece Penny. Skyler Sky King was the main character in a Western-themed adventure series, Sky King, ran from 51 to 59. Sky was a rancher and a pilot, of course, and had a niece named Penny, played by Gloria Winters. According to the song, Buffett wrote her fan letters. Bandstand. Well, it's Bandstand Disneyland. <laughs> mm-hmm. Dick Clark's been uh, Dick Clark's American Bandstand. I think everybody got that one. Uh, Rhymer of the Jungle was everyone's Bawana. Rhymer of the Jungle is a 50s television series starring John Hall as a medicine man in Africa and India. Errol Flynn, a popular actor known for playing lead roles in swashbuckling films like Adventures of Robin Hood and The Sheik of Araby. This was a character in a silent film, The Sheik. Starring Rudolph Valentino, like maybe, maybe, maybe the the very first male sex symbol that came out. Uh, Brill cream, a little dabble, do ya? That's the the what is it? Commercial tagline. Yep. Brill cream was a hairstyling product specifically for men, which pretty much ends the song. Whoa. You know, it probably took me longer to do that. Yeah, than to sing it. Than the physical song. Oh yeah. Jimmy Buffett, pencil thin mustache here on Rock School. Coming out of pencil thin mustache, you know, there's a another line in there that I use in class a good bit. Mm-hmm. I do teach film criticism and I teach film history. And when I talk about the jazz singer, yeah, the when I'm talking about that, I mean the 1927 one, not the one starring Neil Diamond in the 80s. Oh, okay, my but bad. No, no. Love me some Neil Diamond. Go ahead. Why is he a jazz singer? Well, inside a pencil-thin mustache, he even states, Jimmy Buffett even states, only jazz musicians were smoking marijuana. The concern was that jazz was the scary music of the day. Yeah. I mean, by by today's standards, it's, you know, the, the stuff where 20 old men sit in a smoke-filled room and uh-huh. listen to people whiz up and down scales. But back then, it was the scary Music. Well, it was in the basement. It, it, it was and dark. The drugs and the women there weren't was wearing corsets. Yeah, that's yeah. that. It's hard to get across to kids that this music that your grandfather listens to, yeah, is now or was the scary music. It, it was, was kind of like a. It was a speakeasy. It was the Swedish black metal of its day. Uh, All right, welcome to the bottom of the hour. I'm Joe Burns. I'm you Tammy are. Burns. Let's do seven days in seventy seconds. These am the rock and roll dates: July 26th through August number one. You got Monday. Go. 
July 26, 1968, the Jackson 5 auditioned for Motown and are signed to a one-year contract. That was extended. July 27th, 1983, Madonna releases her first album. It's self-titled, It Tanks. No. Her second one, like Virgin, is the one that goes kablooey. July 28, 1939, Judy Garland records Over the Rainbow. July 29, 2019, in a unanimous verdict, a jury rules that Katy Perry's Dark Horse copied the electronic melody from the 2008 song Joyful Noise by the Christian hip-hop group Flame. July 30th, 1966, The Trogs' Wild Thing hits number one. July 31, 1846, France's Army uses Belgian Adolf Sax's invention, which would come to be known as the saxophone in their marching band. And finally, August 1, 1971, George Harrison hosts the concert for Bangladesh, the first major charity event. Now, Tammy, let's see if you can pick out what movies these are from. Elton John, Goodbye, Yellow Brick Road. Uh, you just mentioned yeah, the song. Uh, yeah, Judy Garland, Over yeah, the Rainbow. Yeah, no, no. What, Wizard What's of the, Oz. Yes, thank you. <laughs> and the one I'm going to play, Blue Oyster Cult. Godzilla. Don't. Godzilla? What what movie is Godzilla from? Godzilla. Yeah, that's probably right. Here you go in Rock School. Okay, because the songs are short and we are not talking as much as we normally do, we got time to play one more before the second break. Do you know the song by Bob Seger? They do respect her, but they love to watch her strut. Strut, strut, strut. Where did it come from? Oh, Lord. I have no idea. The movie Barbarella, starring Jane Fonda, according to Bob Seger, Mm -hmm. he was a mite transfixed when she walked around in her Barbarella outfit. Oh my. Love to watch her stress. Bob Seeger here on Rock School. All right, coming into the second break here, Iron Maiden's got a song called Man on the Edge, mm-hmm. and it is based in some good way on Michael Douglas's Falling Down. Right. Remember that guy in Los Angeles has just had enough? Oh, yeah. The rant he goes off on inside of this faux fast food restaurant because mm-hmm. he can't get breakfast. They stopped serving nine seconds ago. Yeah. So he orders a burger. 
and he holds it up and look at this picture. Look at this burger. Look at the pic. I'm sorry, sir. Gun, the whole schmeal. The uh, Iron Maiden song starts with All Right, the story about a briefcase, a lunch, and a man on the edge. Pretty good. That's it. That's it. Pretty good. Yeah. What else we got here? Uh, School's Out, the title and the song inspired by a warning that was often said in the Bowery Boys movies, which apparently Alice Cooper was a fan of. When they would say school is out, what it meant was basically, hey, wise up. Huh? Learn yourself, will you? School is out. Wow. Do, 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 do. The the movie It Ain't a Scene, It's an Arms Race, Fallout Boy, comes from the 2005 Nicolas Cage film Lord of War, which he's an illegal arms dealer. Uh There's no two ways about it. And they took it from a couple little sections out there. But there's this wonderful scene in Lord of War. And number one. It's, it's Nicolas Cage. Right. And there has never been a more Nicolas Cage movie starring Nicolas Cage than, uh, you know, this one here. It's absolutely beautiful. The Lord of War, him, Nicolas Cage, is talking to this warlord in Africa. And the warlord says, any chance you could get me the rifle that is being held by Rambo in Rambo 2? <laughs> and, and as if they're buying a car. And the, the, the Nick Cage character turns to him and says, oh, the... And then he names this big thing. Yep. And the, the warlord goes, that's the one. Uh-huh. And Nick Cage says, would you like the hollow point bullets that were shot as well? And the arms dealer looks at him and goes... Please. <laughs> like he's buying a car. It's beautiful. Go ahead. Who's? Uh, oh, no, let me give you one more. America has a song called Tin Man. Mm-hmm. Can you do it? From uh, what movie is Tin Man? Well, it's got to be Wizard of Oz. That's right. I gave you the same movie twice. Go ahead. Who's oh, listening to us? Radio <laughs> Universidad, Salamanca, Spain. Perfect. Back in a minute here on Rock School. <laughs> Okay, coming out of the break, you may have noticed that as I was talking about Lord of War and one of my all-time favorite actors, Nick Cage, I was sort of tripping over my face and all of that. The reason as I was trying to think of the last Nick Cage movie that I saw, it was on one of the streaming services, either Prime or uh, I think it was uh, Netflix, but it is called Willie's Wonderland. And it, it is... The most Nick Cage, Nick Cage film that Nick Cage has ever played Nick Cage inside of. His character has zero lines, never speaks, and for an hour and a half has to kill Muppets. I know that sounds like the worst movie ever made, but it is Nick Cage. So it is, without a doubt, the greatest movie ever made. Let's play a song from the Pixies here. This is called Debaser. It is based a lot on the movie Un Shun Andalou. If you don't know what Unshun Andalou is, I urge you to go to the YouTube device and look it up. Un, U-N, Shen, C-H-I-E-N, Andalou. You get in Unshen, it's going to come up. It is. It means the Andalusian dog. It's from 1929. It's by Louis Brunel and Salvador Dali. It is 
the oddest, strangest thing. It's it's part of a movement called surrealism, where this idea of a linear thought process was eschewed completely. And it is it's it's here, there, everywhere and around the block. And if you haven't seen it or if you've seen it, you're going to tell someone else to watch it. Don't tell them about it within the first 40 seconds, 45 seconds is one of the most horrifying scenes you're going to see. I have had a student pass out watching this scene because I'm doing to them what I do to you. I don't tell them about it. I just turn it on and let it play. But it, believe me, at about the one minute mark, you're going to know exactly what I'm talking about. And furthermore, the whole movie is only about 12 minutes. And when you're done with it, you're going to stand there staring at your YouTube going, what was that? Uh, once again, Unshun Andalu. I'm telling you, it is that great. And here's one based on it. Pixies, it's Baser here on Rock School. All right, coming into the last break here, Panic at the Disco has a song called Build God, Then We'll Talk. Mm. You have to listen to it, specifically the little bridge part right before the chorus. It's based on my favorite things. Which is a three-quarter time oompa. Mm -hmm. Listen to it. You'll hear exactly where he got the silly thing. Uh, Suspicious Minds. Caught in a trap. You know that line? Oh, yeah. If you watch Streetcar Named Desire, yes. Blanche is simply descending farther and farther into madness. Mm-hmm. And Ch- uh, now Stanley, Stanley Kowalski, is there while Stanley's wife is having his child. Right. And he starts to be cruel to Blanche, and she calls the operator and goes, Operator, operator caught in a trap. Can't get out. Caught in a trap. Really? I'm dead serious. Watch it. What else do I have here? The Wombats kill the director. According to this, uh, The Holiday in 2006, starring Jack Black and Kate Winslet, was absolutely so horrible to the Wombats that they wrote a song called Kill the Director. (laughs) The Clash, Red Angel Dragnet. Listen to the lyrics. It is kind of a retelling of the watching of Taxi Driver. And the one we're going, well, we're not going to play. We're going to play one of my songs? Yeah, 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 we'll, yeah. we'll come out with one of mine. I'll just pick one. We'll, we'll play it. The inspiration for the song, Along Came Jones. Remember that? And then Along Came Jones. There was a comedy western in 1945 starring Gary Cooper, Gary Cooper and Loretta Young. And also Charlie Brown, which is obviously from Peanuts. Jerry Lieber, who is one of the authors, Lieber Stoller, said... Well, 
why did you use those things? And he said, because you can't copyright a title. And people oh. already knew it. I should have used that to answer your Yeah, you should have. Thing. Yeah, I should have. So there you go. Look, I guarantee I have missed a ton. There's a, a bunch of them like Godzilla, like Goodbye Yellow Brick Road. I tried not to do a lot of those because mm-hmm. I wanted it to sort of, instead of being so blatantly obvious, right, right. I wanted it to be more, oh, now I see it. So cool. there's so many more that you don't know. And so that wraps it up. Um, of my two, I think I'll play Top of the Stairs. Yeah, and that's good, good. And that will do it. Uh, I'm Joe Burns. I'm Tammy Burns. This is Top of the Stairs. It's mine. I play all the instruments here. Class is dismissed. I never got to take you to the prom I never got that awkward photo taken by your mom We'll leave the kids at home alone and have a high school milestone I'll see you at the top of the stairs I never got to buy you a corsage I never wore a bad tuxedo down in my garage I wanna see your big reveal in updo in high heels. I'll see you at the top of the stairs. The top of the stairs. The top of the stairs. A sequin dress and potions and walking in slow motion. I'll see you at the top of the stairs. That awkward photo taken by your mama Your dress will be so colorful You'll be some kind of wonderful I'll see you at the top of the stairs The top of the stairs The top of the stairs It's weird just how the science works I simply love your little quirks I'll see you the top of the stairs, the top of the stairs, the top of the stairs. Let's make our own breakfast club and watch the sun come up in love. I'll see you at the top of the stairs.